Welcome everyone to Dorks Are Dangerous. This is Chronicle 4, Session 1. I am your DM for Chronicle 4, Johnny Patches. You may remember me from the DM as Chronicle 1 and a player in 2 and 3. If this is the first time you're listening to Dorks Are Dangerous, then you don't know who I am at all, and we're going to change that. But we do have a new cast of players that you probably heard in Session Zero. But if not, we're going to go around and we're going to introduce everyone again. Let's start with our oldies but goodies. Bruce, let's start with you. Well, hey, everyone. I'm Bruce. And uh, welcome also from the others of us to Chronicle 4. We're excited to get going. I will be playing the part of Saffron. And what race and class? Oh, you want to go that specific? All right, fantastic. Yeah. Um, his he is a Shatter Kai, which is a uh, a bit of a lost race, if you will, or a more unknown race from the Shadowfell. And he focuses heavily in the aberrant mind sorcerer realm. Kaylee, your turn. Hey, everybody. My name's Kaylee. As you are returning members know. Uh, I'm going to be playing the part of Verjabin, a god-forged uh, light cleric. And Dave. This is new Dave, not uh, David Miller from the previous few Chronicles. Yes. Hi there. My, my, my name's Dave, and uh, I'm excited to play. And uh, yeah, I'm playing a lizardful uh, path of the Ancient Guardian's Barbarian. Uh, Katie, we'll have you go next. Hi, my name's Katie. I am playing Blossom, nicknamed Hooves. Um, she is a satyr, um, blood hunter slash rogue. Clay, taking you in. Hey guys, I'm Clay. I'll be playing Oda Nakamura, the human fighter. Nice, classic, simple. I like it. And last but certainly not least, Sim. I'm Sim, and today I'll be playing Sasparilla. She is a satyr, a celestial warlock, a circle of the shepherd's druid, and a smidgen domain of life cleric. In case you wanted to keep everyone on their toes. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, that is our group for session uh, four, or for Chronicle Four, uh, and they are a established group known as the Sheepdogs, if I'm correct, yes? The Dog of the Sheep in Carrion's eyes, but yes, Sheepdogs. <laughs> dogs of the Sheep. Um, unlike uh, the first three Chronicles, this is an established group. They're level 11. They've been adventuring for a while, sometimes enemies, sometimes friends, but as of late, they've all come together. Um, in Chronicle 1, uh, the three players were kind of new together, uh, first traveling. Uh, session 2, uh, they didn't even get along half the party. In Session 3, they worked together for a common goal. But now we have a group that's actually somewhat cohesive that's been working together for a while. So, uh, with that being said, I will give you guys the intro on where we're starting. And unlike the last games uh we're gonna start this one off uh with with a bang so blossom nimbly picked the locks of the door that separated the mayor's manor house this hidden dungeon underneath the city the stonework floor is covered in dirt and rock as if 
Construction work had been done in the area recently and was never cleaned up. The dimly lit hallway was illuminated by dimly flickering torches that revealed the horrors that came for you. Fish-frog hybrids, roughly humanoid in shape with thick scales and claws, webbed extremities and huge gill slits. Lidless, bulging eyes and lipless, fanged, filled jaws dominated their leering faces. One small faction of deep ones swarmed the hallway. However, these creatures were no match for Carrion and Oda's front line. The support of Jabin and Sassy, the range fire of Saffron and Blossom, made quick work of these eldritch horrors. Moving through the cramped hallway of the dungeon, up ahead, you can see the room opens up into a 60 by 40 foot room. The ground's been destroyed, dug up, and the smell of stagnant water fills the air. More of the deep ones appear to be climbing out of the pool of water, lying in wait for those of you looking to come forward. A door on the other side of the room looks reinforced and would be where Andre Sergil and the mayor are currently held up. If everyone could do me a favor and roll me a d6. Oof, we've already gotten at ones. <laughs> no one said those were bad. I feel like it's bad. <laughs> but at least it's the half-sisters getting that ones. That's true. Uh, Jabin got a four. And yeah, if everyone can just declare what they roll when they make rolls, so everyone listening at home can know where you're at. Uh, Blossom rolled a one. Four for Oda. Sarsaparilla one. Saffron five. Mine looks like Carrion got a one there. Uh, it's actually a four, because I just had rolling one, and I didn't have... Oh. <laughs> uh, everyone take that much damage. How, whatever oh. you roll for yourself. Oh, fun! From <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. I, I should have taken the one. <laughs> so from that first wave of deep ones that had come uh, through this dungeon towards you guys... But as stated before, up ahead, you see it opens up into a larger room, so you do have time to react before they come for you. It seems that they're lying in wait in this makeshift pool that was dug into this into this basement underneath the city. So we all get a chance yeah. to put something out there? Yeah, if you want to put something out there, if you just want to go rushing in, you see probably about four or five of these deep ones moving. You fought them before, they're no match for you guys. Let's see. I will do spirit, uh, spirit Guardians level 4. What do your Spirit Guardians look like? My Spirit Guardians look like miniature flames. Like little fireball spirits, like little wisps that whip around me. And basically they look like they're going to lunge at you every second. But the allies, they just lunge through you and around you and hover. Excellent. Uh, what's uh, the light level? What's the light le level here? Uh, it's pretty dim. Uh, it's illuminated enough that you don't need to worry about dark vision or anything like that. So you can see the figures. You can make it out. Um, if you're looking for specific details on these creatures, you would need to be up close to get a can, better look. Can I take two different actions? Uh, depending on what those actions are, maybe. The what first do you want to do? Thing that Sarsaparilla is going to do is she's going to tap her shield and cast light on it. Okay, that's fine. And then the second thing she's going to do is she's going to 
walk over to her sister and cast protection from good and evil. Yeah, that's definitely fine. So you guys have a lot more light now to answer your question, Carrion. And Blossom, you feel protection from an outside force around you. Thank you. I don't have much to prep, so uh, Oda will just sort of pop the hilt out of his sheath of his sword and get ready to draw his weapon. Uh, Carrion, prepare to rage once uh, we go into the room. Definitely. Someone's going to get ready to draw her two swords. And last but not least, how about Saffron? Is there any prepping that you're doing? So are we saying that we took this damage uh, previously or just very recently? In other words, were, are we in a fight? What 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 was the cause of the damage? The first wave of the deep ones. Okay, so we're still in it. Yes. You've had maybe about a minute or two since that last fight. All right. Then I would have to say that uh, normally he would have already cast uh, mage armor, but we'll go with that. Uh, you, you can already have it up. You would have had it up. So if there's something else you want to cast in the meantime, by all means. Okay. Um. I guess to that end, would Sasparilla have put up armor of Agathis? Would she have done that before? We're going to say no, only because it's a far more valuable spell. So okay. if you wanted to do it going into this one, that's fine. Makes sense. How far away are the deep ones? Uh... Probably about 15 feet from the hallway into the new makeshift indoor pool room <laughs> that they've uh, made for themselves for uh, the uh, the deep horrors. Okay. And this pool is like filled with water? Right. Or you're, see it? You don't know how deep it goes, <laughs> but you figure it's at least six feet down. Stefron, was there anything else you wanted to do or see what unfolds? I'm going to... Uh, if uh, I would basically be holding holding a, and probably holding my action. So with that being said, uh, if you guys are getting ready to charge into the room or wait for them to come into the hallway, please give me initiative rolls. I will record them on my end. Uh, seven for jump in. Five for Sassy. Ten for Oda. Saffron with a 23 on a nat 20. Blossom with a 25. Uh, Carrion with a 17. And the bad guys, or the good guys, depending on what side you're on, will be going on that. Do deep horrors consider themselves good guys? Uh, you know, they're working for a great old one, so they, oh, they yeah, determine like themselves on, on the winning side. You know what, fair uh, enough. Alright, so, uh, at the top of initiative, we will go with Blossom at 25. Okay, so there is a doorway that we're all heading towards, right? There's the open hallway. There's a hallway that opens up into a large room. There's no door there. It's been either ripped off or destroyed long ago okay um uh, can i take a peek through the hallway to see if there's anything down there what is you're in the hallway now that you've come okay. through as the first wave has attacked you and you've dispersed of them in the open room it's 60 by 40 feet 
there's a walkway around the edges, and there is what looks like a indoor pool that's been smashed up and dug out and filled with water for these amphibious-like horrors from uh, the Eldritch realm uh, are lying in wait. So you see there are some in there, there are some on the very edge ready to come up onto land to attack you, whether they rush into the hallway or engage you in the water. They haven't determined what they're doing yet because you guys are a lot faster. Okay. Um, so I will get a little bit closer. I'm going to activate my Ride of the Dawn. What's that too? Um, it's a bonus action, and I have to roll a 1d6 hemocrit dice, and I take that damage. However, the moon scimitar, um, whenever it hits, it will deal an extra 1d6 of radiant damage. Okay. Uh, roll it up. And, and then I will post that in the roll 20 chat as well. Thank you. Okay. You rolled a 1, so you only take 1 damage. That works out pretty well for you. Yeah, that, that's pretty nice. That, that's not um, too bad. And I would like to hold an attack for the first thing that gets close enough towards me that's coming towards the group. Okay. Uh, is that an action for the Rite of that's, the Dawn? It's a bonus action. Okay. Uh, so you do that. You hold your action for them to come towards you. Not a problem. Then Saffron. Oh, I missed this part. Or completely or something what as far as bad guys are there any right immediately in front of us immediately in front of you no uh, so we finished the wave we don't know what's coming we're, we're we're holding for that right now right probably about 30 feet ahead of you you can see them so either oh. you can shoot into the room and get the ones that are peeking above the water line or you can wait to see if anything enters the hallway Oh yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> Saffron grins. That makes it easy. We're just gonna throw a couple Eldritch blasts their way and see what happens. <laughs> All right, go for it. You have Eldritch blasts with this character. <laughs> I do. That's right. very on brand for Bruce. I feel. I love it. <laughs> I was about to ask it. if it was. That was the feat for that, huh? All right, uh, so, uh, yeah, sixteen hit. Sixteen is definitely gonna hit. And uh, total 18 damage on him. Okay, uh, he's still up. Then I'm going to hit him again. Saffron's smile grows even larger. Hits with a 21. And another one hits. Alright, so that's 36 total. Uh, you crack one of the ones who's peeking over the uh, line of the pool. Uh, his head rocks back twice. He's still up. Uh, but those bulging eyes are even more bulging now as he didn't expect to get hit that hard that quickly. And then uh, as the as the third bolt comes you out... You get three! Because <laughs> he's 11th level and it's a camera. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Let's go, baby! <laughs> what did so I do? He's, <laughs> now he's now he's full-on grinning and 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 very much so takes that takes a large step forward. Another 20, another 14 damage. Uh, so you just do 52 damage in one round to this guy. Uh, with a cantrip. With the uh, Eldritch Blast and cantrip. Oh, uh, 
Well, if those first two uh, didn't get his attention, uh, the last one definitely did as you hit him again and you see the force damage from that Eldritch Blast engulfs his head. Uh, his head snaps back and you just see he slowly starts to submerge into the water. Not in a... Uh, not in a sneaky way, right? Not in a controlled way. <laughs> uh, yes, that one uh, is dead, dead, dead. With exaxes. And, and in response. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, Carrion, your turn. Alright, so Carrion's going to like get in, in the middle of the biggest cluster of enemies. Uh, are you getting? Uh, you're a lizard folk, so you don't care about the water. You're completely okay with that if you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I can hold. I can hold my breath so I, so I can get right there in the thick of things. Okay. Uh, you rush right into the room. You can jump right into the water, uh, and you can fight without any disadvantage or anything. Uh, you can get two of them on you in there. Okay. Copy that. So. I'm going to go ahead and make uh, two two attacks against one, and uh, going to apply ancestral protectors to uh, the this creature, so it gains uh, disadvantage if it if it attacks someone else other than me. Okay, so awesome. I'm going to go ahead and make uh, two attacks then. Go for it. So the first one's a twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one is going to hit. For 11 damage. Yep. And gonna follow it up with another swing, wind up swing, and let's see how that goes. 14 to hit. 14 is the magic number. You chop into him twice. Uh, he recoils twice as your great axe finds true, just driving straight to his chest twice. Yeah, and it's uh, carrying roars at him as he's attacking. Loving it. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's that's gonna be it for now. Okay. Uh, next would be Oda. Okay, so Dread Ambusher activates on the first turn of my uh, on my first turn of combat. So I'll rush in, draw my weapon. So carry on's on two, right? There's three left. Uh, there are three left. He's on two. Okay. So is the other one in the water? Uh, he's at the edge of the water, so you can get to him without getting in. Okay, so I'll rush through and attack that one then. Um, he's well within my range. I'll be wielding my weapon uh, two-handed. Twelve doesn't hit. Twelve misses. Okay, I have three attacks on my first turn. <laughs> okay. Twenty-eight, does that hit? Uh, Twenty-eight definitely hits. For thirteen, that also deals an additional d8. Okay. Fourteen. <laughs> hey, every point counts. Third attack is a 22. That hits. That's going to hit. For 10. Okay. You rush in. The first one, you're kind of a little overzealous on. Uh, he was further down in the water than you realized, so you went over his head. But then the next two, you come down, and you catch him pretty good. He's, he's leaking, as I like to put it. Perfect, perfect. And I'll shoot a little grin back at the rest of the party. Like, you guys know what's going on here. Uh, jump in. I'm next? Oh my goodness. I said they rolled bad. I got higher than you? I thought you did. I got a seven. 
I got a five. JK, I'm really bad at initiative trackers. Don't put me up to this anymore. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't put you up to it in the first place. I put myself up to it. That was a self-correction, sir. Okay. Like your initiative. No, no. It's a, it's a sister sandwich. Blossom's at the top and Sassy's at the bottom. God. <laughs> this is our conga line. Anyway. So, uh, bonus action. I'm going to spiritual weapon. I'm going to... It's 60 foot range and I'll put this out there so you can see it. Um, I'm going to cast it so that my... Um, it's a... What are they called? A glaive. And it's going to pop up behind one of the ones that Carrion is attacking. And it's going to chop down at it. So let me... The, the one that's got some damage on him? Yeah, or... the one that's got some okay. damage. Helping him get through these as fast as I can. 16 to hit. 16 hits. Please take 10 points of damage or reduce whatever they've got resistances to. And then bonus action. Uh, or not bonus action. Action, I'm going to use Firebolt. And when I use Firebolt, anyone who's near me will hear a, a weird sort of hissing whisper starts seeping from my chest as steam and heat start to rise from there and it grows hot and it shoots down my right arm as I throw a firebolt at that same uh loving it 15 that's gonna hit 10 damage fire damage Okay, he doesn't look happy at all as he's been chopped twice by this lizard folk, and then this glaive comes out of nowhere in the sky, runs him through, and then he gets hit in the face with a fireball. Uh, and then not, not, not a good day. It is not. And then I, they're thirty feet away ish from us right now. I am going to move up fifteen feet so at least a couple of these guys start getting into my circle of spiritual guardians. So okay. on their turn, they're going to start have to do the wisdom save, take damage, and it's. Uh, difficult terrain. Okay. Uh, so you're going to be able to get all three of them. Perfect. So we're going to start with the first one that has all the damage on him. He's um, going to succeed. No, no, they're fine. Oh, is it their turn right now? Yes. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, number three fails and number four succeeds. Uh, so let me roll damage uh, real quick. Roll damage for me. Is it half? It's if half a day. I will tell you. <laughs> Hang on. Um, clear this out. On a fail state, the creature will take half as much damage. So let's see. Uh, roll radiant. 13 damage, so half of 13. Okay, so that one looks real bad. Like a strong wind's going to knock him over. Beautiful. And then the other ones don't look thrilled. I will say my wisps of fire are definitely congregating more and more around the one that looks weakest right now. Like they're preparing to overtake it. And that'll be my turn. Okay. Uh, their turn now. So you have two on you, Carrion. Uh, so uh, they're going to get two attacks. Does a 18 hit? Yes, it does. And then an 11's going to miss. So, and you are raging. So take six damage. So reduce down to three from just slashing. Then, okay, got that. Then the other one on you, uh, a nine misses. And 11 misses. So he whiffs out. Uh, Oda, the one on you, uh, nine is going to miss. Uh, 23 hits, I'm assuming. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 23 hits, yeah. Uh, take six damage. Uh, the other one on you, uh, Carrion, uh, rolls an eight and an 11. So they're trying to get through you, but you're yelling and screaming and flailing. And even though they are aquatic creatures, uh, you seem even more at home in here than they do. Cool. Uh, however, <laughs> uh, from the middle of the pool, you see another one of them starts to rise up. This one is probably about three times as large as the other ones. So it's probably about a good nine feet tall. Uh, he has a large club, even though it's far more intricately carved, looking more like a staff in the shape of, of a tentacle. It raises out of the middle of the pool and it's going to swing down on you. It is going to use a spell slot to increase his damage. Uh, so. Bring it on. Well, it's going to be brought. <laughs> Does a 23 hit? I would say so, yeah. Uh, alrighty. Uh, so that's going to be... Honey, is it possible for me to reaction Silvery Barbs him? You definitely can, because you haven't used your reaction. Well, that is a very good call. Uh, does a 20 hit? Yep. Can I Warding Flare that for reaction? <laughs> what does Warding Flare do? And probably. Let me, here, I'll put a DB up for you. So basically, anyone who's in 30 feet of me, is if I see them getting attacked, and I think that's going to do a lot of damage, or they're going to get hit, I can blind that enemy with a flash of light. Let me put the improved flare up so you can see that one. Okay. There you go. So since they're not attacking me, and they're attacking someone other than me, I can do it to them. So, so he's already has disadvantage on it from his two rolls from the silvery barbs. You are... He does have disadvantage on this from the silvery barbs, so uh, the warding flare won't do anything. So you can hold on to the warding flare then. Copy that. I was just trying to help with that 20. That makes sense. <laughs> That's a-okay. Uh, so, take 40 damage. Good, sir. And you're raging, so you can get to cut that in half to 20. Oh, okay. Uh, you see the staff starts crackling with Eldritch energy, and he slams it down into the back of your neck. Your head rocks forward. You felt that, uh, but you're raging, so it just made you even more mad. Uh, his second swing, however, uh, he is going to hit. Now, if you want to use your warding flare on the second swing. I sure do. I'm going to try and blind him. Uh, does a 18 hit? Yes. Okay. Uh, he is going to still get you. Take 42 damage. Again, cut in half, so 21. Uh, so you all see this larger, deep one comes out of the water. And he slams his staff twice into Carrion. And this is the first time in a long time you've seen Carrion really feel the effects of something. And he gets rocked forward twice. Uh, Sassy, your turn. Sassy is going... I had thoughts, and then someone took 40 damage, and suddenly those thoughts have changed. Uh, she is going to send her little sprite flitting forward... To come next to the person who's been hit so much. 
She's going to cast Cure Wounds at 4th level through her sprite. Perfect. Ooh, it that! heals for an additional 6 health. Alright, so take back 36, Carrion. You feel fine. This guy hits like a bitch. <laughs> okay. Sassy's also going to come stand next to, to Safi. Um, she was planning to also do some Eldritch Blasting, but but suddenly it didn't feel as important to do that anymore. As a bonus action, did anyone else get hit? Uh, I took minor damage. Minor damage? Um, she's going to hold out her hand, and like little sort of sparkles are going to appear. And as a bonus action, she's going to use her healing light, and she's just going to roll a d6 to sort of... To just heal you real quick. Nice. <laughs> she heals you for six. That's it for her. Oh, patches me up. Really takes care of a lot of that damage. Uh, then we go back to the top of the round. So, awesome. Okay. I want to get a few things in, so I'm going to run up with the other ones. Okay. And, um, yeah, if you don't mind, I would just like to attack, please. Uh, who are you attacking? <laughs> I will attack. There are two on uh, Carrion. One looks super bad. There's the one on Oda that looks kind of okay. And the other one doesn't seem to have too much effect on him. Or you can go after the big guy. The super large hybrid deep one. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> you said there's two on Carrion? <laughs> one, oh. lo- one looks like a strong wind's going to knock him over. Yeah, well, let's start with him first, and then when he goes down, we'll move to the other one. Sounds like a plan. Okay. So this one will have the um, right damage on it if it hits, which it just rolled damage. Okay, there we go. Uh, 16 it just rolled hits. damage. Okay. Well, no, that's damage. Hold on. Oh. I didn't roll the hit. I'm I've not I'm not used to using D&D Beyond, not going to lie. You're going to learn today. <laughs> okay, 23 uh, hits. Y- y- you move up behind him and you pull his googly eyes back and you pull the scimitar across his throat and just black ichor starts pouring out as it just seeps into the water underneath you. Um, completely gone from this world. Fantastic. Um, and then we're going to make two attacks on the other one then. Okay. So first attack. It's going to be a 20 to hit. One he's going to hit. And this isn't going to have sneak attack, but it seems to roll it with it. We will so ignore it. So it's just going to be for five. Not a problem. And then Five the damage sec- on him. Second attack on him. 26 hits. This one's going to have nine plus five, so 14. Okay. Uh, he is bleeding. He doesn't look too good at all. Okay. How much movement did it cost for me to get up there? Uh, that took you about 20. Yeah, we're going to take 10 feet back. Okay, uh, then, he's going to... He will get an attack of opportunity on you. So, actually, um, oh. with the swashbuckler, whenever I make an attack on someone, they lose their opportunity attack. Then he is not going to get an attack on you. And I will post that feature in chat. Nope, you're right. I I remember your swashbuckler now. Or swooshbuckler, depending on who you talk to. If he hadn't been a swashbuckler... And it did get an opportunity attack. Would protection from evil and good have a p- impact at that? Yep. Good she, to know. She gets a bonus on that. 
Uh, so you move in, you stab one, kill it, stab the other one, and nimbly hoof your way out. Yep, and that's my turn. Uh, Saffron. So what am I seeing directly around Carrion? I see uh, the, the kind of the mutated one. You see the large mutated one. You see one of the smaller ones that looks real bad. And then there's another smaller one on Oda that looks bad. And is that pretty much all the bad guys that we see? That's all that you see. And then there's the door on the other side of this pool. All right, then we're going to go directly at the big guy. We're going to just start to rock again. Go for it. Uh, 24 to hit, 16 damage. 24 hits. 23 hit, 16, uh, 11 damage. Yep. Uh, 13. 13 is going to miss. All right. So you did 16 and 17? Okay. Yes. Uh, he doesn't seem to be too affected by it, but he does look down the hallway at you as you catch him twice. All right. Uh, anything else? Um... No, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, Kyrian. All right, so there's still uh, three around me, right? Uh, nope. Uh, Blossom took care of one, so there's the big one, and then there's the other small one, uh, who looks real bad. Okay, and they're all next to me? Yes, correct. Okay, so I'm going to take uh, one attack into the big guy in order to apply the ancestral protector just in case it goes to attack someone else and then i'll do the other attack and my hungry jaws feature to take a bonus action uh with my bite action against the uh, other smaller one the other deep one sounds good so uh let's start with your attack on let's go with your second attack on the little one first just see if you get him out of the way uh, 13 is going to miss. I see. Okay. Well, uh, do you want me to take the other attack or do you want me to take my bite? Uh, take the bite. 13 is going to miss. Uh, you swing once. The other one kind of pushes into you. Uh, so you kind of swing over him. You try to bite and he pulls back. He looks like he's kind of in survival mode. Uh, but take your attack on the big one. Uh, 18 is going to hit for 16 damage. Yeah, that's good damage. That's he, uh, he. He got his attention on that one, uh, and then he has disadvantage if he attacks anyone other than you. Correct. Sounds good. Uh, Oda. This uh, the big ones within. I would have to move away from this little one to attack the big one, right? Correct. Okay. As a bonus action, I'm gonna cast. Zephyr strike. That's just bonus damage. So I don't provoke attack of opportunities. Um, so I'm going to move away from this little one. Okay. Um, and give myself advantage on an attack against that. Okay. Because of Zephyr strike. 27 hit. 27 hits. Okay. So that's nine damage. Plus and the one D eight from the eight Zephyr from the Zephyr strike. strike before, so seventeen. Oh yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really yeah. matter either way. Got it. Um, I'm gonna use a superiority dice to turn that into goading attack. Okay. Which I add the superiority dice to the attacks 
damage roll, and the target must make a wisdom saving throw of 17. So that is another d8. Knocking out all these eights. And uh, so 17 DC. Uh, he fails. Okay, so he has disadvantage on all attack rolls against targets other than me until the end of his turn. Okay. He's got disadvantage uh, um, against everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll take my second attack. Um, Go for it. 24 hits. 24 is going to hit. For six damage. Okay. Uh, you slice into him. Uh, he isn't bleeding yet, but he doesn't look too thrilled about getting ganged up on. Your first katana strike ring, rings through. You slice him straight across the chest, and he looks down at you. And you f- you're feeling good about how things are going so far. However, in your head, you get ascending. This could be a bad time. But things are happening in the world that you have no control over. Do I, when I get this feeling, do I, like, is it sort of similar to how I felt before I died? No. Okay. In your head, you hear, tell mom and dad I love them. Took a bounty. They're stronger than we ever imagined. We won't survive this. Vicious circle. Titanus. I love you from your sister, Jury. Okay, that, uh, I sort of reel back, um, grip my teeth together without trying to, like, give away what I just heard, um, to the rest of the party anyway, just to keep the sort of, uh, to keep the visage of things going really well. So I'm gonna try and hide that. Do you want me to roll anything for that? Um, what is your deception, naturally? Uh, plus one. Okay, um, give me a deception roll, just just a normal one. Five. So we'll call that fifteen. Does anyone have insight higher than yes, 15? eighteen? Passive insight. Okay. Jabin has eighteen passive and, uh, insight and perception. Okay. Does anyone else have a passive above fifteen? Blossom uh, has passive? a passive of fifteen. Okay. Oh, passive insight. Yes. No. Passive insight. Sassy has a nineteen. Okay. Yeah, my uh, passive insight's not that high. <laughs> uh, your passive insight is I'm going to kill this dude in front of me right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jabin and Sassy, because you're in the back and you're overseeing everything because you're support, so you're attentive to who needs healing, who's in trouble. You see Oda's smile. He's in his glory. He's in his ba- in the heat of battle. He's doing good. He slashes across this big guy twice, and then all of a sudden his head shakes, and he recoils just enough that you guys notice that mentally he checked out for a second, but he's still there. He's still in the moment, but something caught him off guard, and you've never seen this happen to him before. Uh, next up is Jabin. As you say that, Johnny, of what Jabin caught out of the corner of their eyes, quote-unquote, the holes in their masks that serve as eyes, since he's never seen this, this self-assured, spunky meat suit ever really have like a down moment. Even when he's down, he doesn't have a down moment. Um, 
Jabin is going to start to break rank because he thinks something else is going on. He thinks maybe a spell was cast on him. So he's going to come up closer to the edge of that pool as far as he can get so that his shield guardian is within range. And he thinks it came from the big guy. So you just see steam, smoke, and you start to smell brimstone coming off of him as he pulls up a scorching ray at third level. Okay. Roll it up. And all three of those are going to go to him. Uh, 25 to hit for the first. Five hits. It's five. 22 to hit. 22 hits. 11. All right, 16 total. Another 25. (laughs) Yeah, you hit. Seven. And then bonus action, uh, spiritual weapon at the fourth level. Let me get down there. Okay. Um, Oh, third level is what I cast that at. My bad. Um, And where'd you go? Uh, Six extra damage to the big guy as my weapon rotates and slashes it from the back. Uh, you rock this big guy with scorching ray blast, scorching ray blast, scorching ray blast, and then all of a sudden you pull the spiritual weapon over and it cuts th- cuts across his back. Uh, he rears forward and lets out like a primal blood curdling scream. Uh, he does not look thrilled about what's happening to him at this point. Okay, and as he makes that scream. You don't, like, anyone that's close to him, you don't hear it super loud for those in the back, but anyone that's close to him, you hear, like, a rumbling in his chest, like, fire crackling, and it almost sounds like a cackle. And that'll be my turn. Uh, the deep ones. Uh, the little ones are still up, so... Need to make a uh, wisdom save and throw, please, for anyone who's in my range. Oh, oh uh, he's gonna fail. And he's gonna fail. And... The big one passes. So give me the damage. Alright. 15 radiant. Alright. Uh, the little ones look super, super bad. And the big one doesn't look great at all, but he's still up and it looks like he can still throw for a while. Uh, so, with that being said, uh, they are going to make their attacks. So the one on you carrying the little one, uh, your AC is fourteen. Yep. Uh, he's gonna get you for four damage, so take two. His second swing is going to get you for five damage, so take two. Uh, the one that you left, um, Oda, is going to climb up onto land, and it's going to come for you, uh, Jabin. Okay. What's, what's your AC? 20. Uh, it's going to get you for uh, 9 damage. Okay. With the first swing. And the second swing is going to miss. Perfect. So 9? Uh, yes. Uh, the big one, uh, the, the mutated one, has disadvantage on everyone that he's going to try to attack. Uh, so, let us... A reaction I'd like to use. Uh, yeah. What reaction would you like to use? I would u- like to use um, Curse the Eyeless, which I will put in chat now. And if I do it that way, it's going to post all of them. So that I'll just post that one. 
And so what it is, is um, whenever a creature within 30 feet I see, um, can see makes an attack, I can subtract a D8 from their attack roll. And I'd like to amplify that curse for him for every attack he makes. Okay. Uh, so he is going to have disadvantage and he is going to start swinging with a negative D8 subtracted to his rolls. All right. He is going to be in trouble. Uh, he's going to burn a spell slot to uh, amplify his damage like he did before. And he is going to... He has disadvantage on everyone. Uh, he's going to split up his attacks then. He's going to swing once at Oda and once on Carrion. So feel free to give me that negative roll. Okay, he's going to add on to this. Okay, and that 1d6 was for uh, damage that I take from casting uh, that. Okay. So that's for his first attack is a minus six. Okay. And his second one's a minus eight. Okay. Um, he has disadvantage. So that nat 20, it gets canceled out. And then uh, with all the negatives, he misses you, Oda, completely. And then he is going to... I'm, I'm going to repost on that miss then. Okay. So I can make... Uh, expend a superiority dice to make a melee weapon attack. So I'll expend one superiority dice. That's uh, 15. Does that hit? A 15 is going to miss. Barely. Okay. Um, and what was the negative he took on his second swing? He took a minus eight. Minus eight? Uh, well, with that minus eight, he is going to miss you then, um, Darian. So he swings twice. That staff he has is still crackling with energy, uh, but it goes over Oda's head. He comes back around and it goes over Carrion's head. And Sassy. Okay, so Sassy is next to Saffron and she saw something happen with Oda, but she's not really sure what it was. Um, so she's going to communicate telepathically with her familiar, and even though she can't speak through her familiar, her familiar can speak common. So Jinsang is going to say, Hey Oda, is everything okay? Um, Sassy is going to swing out some Eldritch Blasts, you know, and she's going to try and spread it amongst all of the creatures. So she's going to roll to hit a creature, and if it hits, she'll hit another creature and so on. So let's uh, roll for the first one. We'll go with the one on Carrion that looks real bad. All right, 23 hit. Uh, 23 hits. Uh, you hit that one. Uh, it gets engulfed in the Eldritch Force energy of your Fey wildness, <laughs> and it sinks into the water. Dead? Dead, dead. Great. 19's going to hit. All right. Uh, the one that moved up on... Uh, Jabin uh, gets hit with Eldritch Blast energy from the side, and it crumbles at Jabin's feet. All right, wow. And 12's going to miss the big one. All right, bonus action will be... So she's going to spend a D6 to just pass a little bit of healing towards Jabin. Thank you. It's one point. I will You weren't, <laughs> you weren't, you weren't <laughs> lying when you said a little bit. She's just rooting for Jobin. It's the emotional support. <laughs> you see, you, you see one tiny dent from that nine damage. Just go pop out. Ping. Ping. Yeah. 
Um, that's going to be her turn. Jinseng, her sprite familiar, is going to take her action to turn invisible. Okay. Bips out. Blossom. Okay, so the big guy with the big axe. Staff, but yes. Or do, you mean car- or do you mean carrying the big guy on your team with the big axe? No, okay, so the big guy with the staff, the bad one. Okay. Is he in the pool or is he out of the pool? He's in the pool. He's in the middle. How much movement would it take to get to him? 15 feet. Uh, well, you backed off, so 20 feet. I did. Okay, sure. Um, let's go up there and let's make three attacks. Okay. Uh, you ju- ju- jump in the water. Uh, <laughs> you get a bunch of distance, so you don't have to swim that far. And with Oda and Carrion there, uh, you can get your attacks off and get your sneak attack on one of them. Okay, okay. That would be an advantage to hit, correct? Uh, yeah. I'm, you okay. all can get into flanking with this guy at this point now. Okay. Uh, 27's gonna hit. And then plus one more d6 for the right. So, 19 damage. And then the second attack. One need a hit. 20 hits. Okay, and this is going to be without the sneak attack. Nine damage. All right, and uh, then... you're cutting into him, and it looks like he's fading. Okay, I got one more attack left. Let's see how this goes. Ooh. <laughs> 15 is going to miss. Okay. Uh, but you get in there, you dig in with those attacks. Uh, he doesn't look like he has much left in him. Okay, I would still like to move back as far as I can. Okay, what's your more movement? 30 feet? Uh, 35. Okay, so you can move back 15 feet from where you are. Okay, so I am going to move back slightly, opportunity, and then that's the end of my turn. Okay, sounds good. Saffron, no. your turn. Uh, so you're saying the big guy doesn't look all that great at this point. He looks bad. Throughout all of this, uh, Saffron, in his spellcasting, as we've gone, come to know that he, this is where he truly gets not just his delight, but uh, a bit of of sedis- sedition, I suppose. And uh, so he, his, his slight chuckle from before has pretty much gone straight into a maniacal laughter at this point. And he pretty much, and he's going, he's going all in on this guy. He's seeing, it's like, almost like a bloodlust. So we're going to start off by quickening Eldritch Blast, which basically turns it into a bonus action. Okay. Go for it. Three, three beams directly at him. First one's going to miss. It's just too fast. 13. This is uh, blast up the wall five. behind him. Two more. Uh, 26 for 12. A 14 for 15. And so he's 15 just going to keep... Uh, he yeah, 15 is, and 12. He is still up. But and so as his uh, action, he's going to mm-hmm. keep casting Eldritch Blast. Okay. And fire off three more. Yep. And stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> 25 for 18. Uh, that There's is a, going to do it. So, except for the crit that comes after. So he's not stopping. He keeps going. He's just going. Leashing Eldritch Blast into this thing as uh, over the head of Oda and Carrion and way over the head of Blossom. Uh, blast after blast comes down the hallway as this thing just gets 
rocked one after the other after the other. And even after it's going down, you still see Eldritch Blast after Eldritch Blast. Like, way too many freaking Eldritch Blasts we've thrown at this thing than to be humanly possible. Uh, and there is next to nothing left but gaping holes that have been burned straight through this thing as it crumbles into the water. And his huge hulking mound slowly but surely starts going down. And for now, everything's quiet in this room. <sighs> Carrion lets out a big sigh. Oda is going to uh, wipe the black blood off of his blade and just sort of flick it back into the sheath. And like nothing happened, he just sort of turns to the party and just says, Well, that was new. You'll see Oda, just... is everything. Go ahead. All right. We're not dead, are we? There are other things besides death. You'll see Jabin put their arm into the water and tss, get the heat to go away from it. Offer it out to Oda and go, and he'll just say, "Meatbag, what is going on?" And he offers his hand out to you. And start a flashy smile. I think the mayor and Alistair are in the next room. We should probably keep it going. Okay. Uh, Sarsaparilla's sprite is going to come sit, like, flit over next to her invisibly and just stay invisible. Since Oda didn't take the arm, he'll offer it to Carrion instead. To help him out of the pool. Carrion takes, takes, takes the arm, uh, gets out of the pool, takes his act as one big swing to, to swing as much blood and muck and water off as what he can like to just jump out of the pool spring out everyone walks up to everybody covered in sludge and muck and just starts smiling and prestidigitationing and gusting and just making a big spectacle of the whole thing jaben will look at uh safi and go thank you i thought the i thought it clashed with the rust <laughs> as they flex their kind of screeching Slight screech of fingers as they rotate them around. Oh, yes. Anytime. Anytime. Does Titanus ring a bell for Oda at all? Um. Do you have history? Or uh, no. nature? Uh, then just give me an intelligence roll. Just regular intelligence? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, minus one. Uh, Ken. Um, it's a, a town you've heard of in passing, because you've traveled a lot. So I'm just gonna kind of mutter under his breath, like, the pants, and just, like, it could be within earshot still of Jabin and Carrion. Uh, what did you, uh, say again? You, you kind of broke up a little bit there. Oh, just to Panis. Like, yeah. Maybe get to memory. Oh, and then that yeah. the people in Rhythm Rage carry on and Jabin may have heard it. Yes. And since I have history. Give me history roll. Alright. And I have nature. I know uh, yeah. nothing <laughs> with an eight. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, carry on, feel free to give me a nature roll. Uh Titanus is a farming town. You traveled by it when you first lost your 
your your tribe, your your clan. It was just one of those places you pass by. There wasn't much there to it, but you're able to steal some chickens <laughs> to feed yourself. And you really weren't too concerned with anything else that was there. No one seemed to be a threat to your might. Okay, so, so then I'll go, go to mission Tatanus. It's a farming town. When I was about a hatch, hatchling, don't remember much about it, but I remember where it is. And and uh, he goes and and uh, and goes over and tells Oda this, as Oda just mentioned it in passing. Randomly out of the blue. It's uh, probably about two and a half days from where you are now. Not that far. Little hike. Okay, I was like, what about Tatanus to uh, to Oda? So I'm just gonna kind of like stroke my beard and sort of like nod my head, like, ah, okay, okay, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm But not like say a whole lot about it. Just sort of pat Carrion on the back and tell him uh, we should make a trip there when we're done here. They have tasty chicken. I agree. Take uh, inspiration. You made me chuckle. All right, guys. Just remember, so, we gotta make them laugh to get inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> make them laugh. Make them laugh. So, do I make a roll for that, or do I just notate I have it? Uh, you could just mark it on your sheet. There should be a inspiration box up on the top, or make a note of it. Whatever's easier for you. I got it. Only thing left is the door on the other side of the pool at this point. Like under the water or like on the other side of the land side of the pool? Land side of the pool. <laughs> okay, I was like, I don't know if to visit down for going underwater. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Well, are we ready to go that way? We should confirm there's no other of these infestation around. Mm. Spiritual Garden's up for a little while longer, so I might as well walk over whoever wants to walk over with me. I'll walk with you. Yeah, Carrion will head, o- head, head over too. You walk around the, the outside of the the makeshift pool that they've dug here. Um, there's probably about 10 feet in front of that door. Um, but the door is locked at this point. Is That's it a, what I'm here for. Is it a wood door or a step metal door? Or we do have someone who can lock pickets, so never mind. <laughs> First thing, though, um, we always check doors for traps. Ew. Uh, give me a perception roll. It rolled it at advantage, but um, 17. You're looking over the door. It doesn't look like it's trapped. Okay. Yeah, I'll go ahead and try to pick the lock. Uh, give me a uh, thief tools. As she's doing that, I kind of look over everyone, see how they're doing health-wise. Does anyone need an extra bit of love from the Godforged? I'm uh, pretty good on health, but as I join the party, I just want to kind of look into the pool and sort of think about that message I got. Okay. Just for just for kind of a moment, do I see anything? Does anything come up? Does anything? Uh, as you just stare into the water, you just see these bodies of the giant deep one start sinking in. You see some of these smaller ones just bubbles. It's just the ground, just the water is seeping into pores <laughs> that you guys have dug into them. The black ichor of whatever their blood is 
filling the water, but you just reflecting on what you felt in that moment, the last message you're ever going to get, your past and what's happened before to your family. Give me a wisdom. Give me a give me a wisdom roll or wisdom save if you want. Um, an eight. Um, you're you're pretty shook. You're trying to hold back. You're a fighter. You're brave, but everyone hits their their wall at some point, and you've ran away from your past or tried to find a new future for quite a while. And now this happens out of the blue in the middle of combat. You're you're kind of shook for a second. So as everyone's kind of like sort of gathering around the door, I'm just going to give a quick <laughs> wipe my nose and sort of join with everyone. Perfect. As you turn around, Blossom's like, this is the easiest luck I've ever had to deal with. Get it done in about three seconds. You click and you unlock it. Is this lock supposed to be hard? <laughs> Not that hard. Okay, guys, we're in. I'm going to turn around and look to see if anyone's still there because everyone's being oh, extremely I'm- quiet. <laughs> uh, Japan's like probably too close because social cues are a little off for Godforge. So he's probably like right there. You probably almost bump into his chest. Asperula <laughs> just gives her a thumbs up. Hey, big buddy, I'm going to pat his chest. Um, so while you were trying to unlock the lock, Carrion Kar- was sp- spinning his g- great axe in his hand. And uh, once you got the lock, uh, he looks a bit dis- d- disappointed. Sorry, buddy, next time. Okay. I look to make sure Saffron and... Oda are still relatively close by before we go through the stores. I want to make sure they're actually with us and not like 30 feet back. Because I know Oda well, took a moment to himself. Uh, Saffron's right there. He's doing everything. He, he's just letting, letting the crackling nature of, uh, of, a shocking cra- of a shocking grasp ripple across his fingers as he's looking over her shoulder. And then as I'm, the, as, as I'm the farthest back and I sort of join up with everyone, I give a quick kind of sort of a reassuring glance to everyone and just say, now let's go drive these wild dogs out of Abbott's Uh You, especially you and um, Sassy, know that he's barely holding it mm-hmm. together. He's trying as hard as he can for you all because he's always... From what you said, you've always seen yourself as the glue to this to the sheepdogs. But you guys can see that he's seconds away from losing it. Can I... I actually, I want to give Sarsaparilla a chance to do something first, if they want to. Well, Sassy's just going to quietly approach and say, What happened? Is there anything we can do? He's just going to kind of like wrinkle his nose up. Um, let's just make that trip to after we get out of here. She's just going to sort of share a look with Jabin, but not press anymore. Uh, Jabin takes the hint from you. We'll cast Sending on 
Oda, which is unlimited uh, from this from my character, and I go. He'll say, "You tell us how fast we need to travel and how quick we need to get there, and we'll be there." And that's all he'll say is before whoever opens the door. And I'll give you a wink and response. The door's unlocked, but it's still closed. Uh, I'll I'll open the door. Twenty AC will mean something, right? I'll open the door. I, <laughs> uh, you shove the door open. Uh, you see, uh, Andre Sergil, the warlock of the Great Old One that you guys had dealt with before on the boat on the ocean that left two of you almost dead and the rest of you pretty worse off uh, standing in the back of the room. The mayor, Hamilton, is in front of him with the knife up to his throat and he's just looking at you. Uh, Andre is uh, darker skinned. His hair is dreadlocked back and tied in, into a bun. Um, he's wearing black robes. He has a white handprint over his face. Uh, kind of like a voodoo witch doctor almost in appearance. Um, or a great old one witch doctor, if you will. Uh, so Andre, humanoid, is holding yeah. a knife to Mayor Hamilton's throat. Right, and the mayor's standing there. He's not resisting. He has a very far away look in his eyes. Yeah. Can I... Uh, okay, we're not close enough. Never mind. Sorry. Well, they're across the room, about 20 feet from you. Okay, I want to cast life transference, but I'm going to hold it until he tries to slit his throat. Okay, awesome. Uh, Andre looks at the group of you and uh, clears his throat. He's like, I should have left you all dead on the boat. Why have you come here? You're free to go around the world and do whatever you want. You're interfering with mine and the Great Old One's plans. Sasparilla, she's gonna smile and cast Eldritch Blast at him. Okay, uh, give me initiative rolls, everyone. <laughs> Couldn't even wait. Couldn't even wait. <laughs> it's like, I'm not talking to this clown. Alright, uh, everyone, tell me what you rolled. Jabin <laughs> got 23. Uh, well, not all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? One, two, three, everyone, go! go. <laughs> Uh, S S Sassy, what did you roll? Five. S uh, Saffron, what did you roll? Nineteen. Uh, Carrion, what did you roll? Seventeen. Uh, Oda, what did you roll? Eighteen. Blossom, what did you roll? Twenty-six. Jeez, go first much. Uh, <laughs> it's the same, it's the same. <laughs> the sister sandwich. Uh, Jab in, what did you roll? 23, but I'm holding my turn until after uh, bad guy goes, in case he does okay. try to slit the throat of the mayor. Okay, so uh, you start getting ready to throw the Eldritch Blast. Uh, Blossom, you won initiative, what are you doing? Uh, how far away from him are we? 20 feet. I am going to start moving in his direction. Okay. What is your passive perception? 15. Okay. You start moving in. You kind of careful uh, seeing that he's got the mayor. You're trying not to let him do something to his prisoner. Uh, as you walk into the room, you see a figure out of the corner of your eye who is the mayor 
with a knife in hand. He's wielding it pretty awkwardly, and he tries to take an attack on you. He's lying in ambush, but you saw him. Uh, so it is your action. He as well has that faraway look in his eye that the image in front of Andre has. Okay. Two mares. So it's probably an illusion. <laughs> I'll take an attack, but I don't want to do a killing blow. So you do a subduel? Yeah. Okay. That's not a problem at all. Roll but that's still, okay. That's what I was about to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I don't do that often. Not going to lie. <laughs> uh, 27 hits all day. Um, And then let's see here. It'd be without the sneak attack. So eight damage. Okay. Uh, you see, like I said, you see the figure out the corner of your eye. You look over, you see the mayor coming at you. Uh, he's got the knife in hand that he tries to stab down on you doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing uh you lower your horns and you headbutt him in the stomach and he doubles over grabbing his stomach and curling into a fetal position uh shaking and trying to catch his breath i'm gonna look down at him i'm gonna look over at the other guy can i still move over there and attack him now because Uh, i get two attacks yeah, yeah, so that'll be the first attack, and then you can just finish your movement. Yeah. <laughs> so you look yeah. down at the mayor who's at the wind had butted out of him. Then you look up, and Andre kind of rolls his eyes and shakes his head. He drops the illusion in front of him, and then you can rush up and finish making your attacks. Okay. Because that's going to be like, what? Really? You guys tried this? Uh, 27 is going to hit. So that would just be nine. Okay. Uh, and then go ahead yep sorry no 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 you're okay let's say i i normally do um on hand off hand on hand so this would be on hand what'd you roll so i rolled a 23 to attack uh that's gonna hit and that is with 10 points of damage six slashing and four radiant Uh, you slam into him twice. Uh, he doesn't seem too thrilled about that at all. Uh, he's still up, though. He's gonna go, hi! I hate you. Uh, (laughs) next would be... (laughs) Uh, job in. Perfect. So, since now I know that it's the mayor who on the left here that's not the bad guy. Can I drop life transference? Like I was holding it ready. Can I use something else or do I need to use it? I'll still use it, but I'm just asking if you want me to hold to it. Oh no, you can drop it. Basically you hold your action to cast your spell and then whatever spell it is. So you're planning life transference. You don't need to complete using that action. You still have that spell slot. You can cast something else. Fantastic. So then instead, I'm going to... Well, thumbs in front of me now, so I can't do burning hands. Um, I am going to walk up so that my... Oh, he is my um, spirit is my spirit guardian still up? Because he's within it's, range of me. Uh, it's gone. It's been over a minute. It's ten minutes. Oh, then yes, it's still up. Cool. Um, would he have made his saves? Uh, he hasn't gone yet. Got it. Okay. Perfect. Um, then I will not walk up. Um, how long is spiritual weapon? That's only a minute. Okay, cool. So that's gone. I will. I don't know how. How hurt does he look? Does he look real hurt? Does he look other than what um, Blossom he look, did? He looks, 
he looks fine because that's all that Blossom's done. Fantastic. That's the only thing that he's suffered so far. All right, I will Guardian bolt him at first level then, so that hopefully when I hit, someone will get advantage on him next time. So let's see. Sounds like a plan. Ooh, does a 12 hit? 12 does not hit. Well, well, no damage there, and I don't have any bonus action cantrips, so I will hold the position uh, within 15 feet of him. Uh, you move up, you kind of get ready to block the door if he tries to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, your uh, guardian, or your uh, your bolt hits the wall behind him. Saffron. I am going to something here, but we're going to we're going to just go ahead and I'm gonna just straight up Eldritch Blast him again. Go for it. On that direction. Uh, 26 for 16. Okay. 23 for 11. Okay. 22 for 19. Uh, so 46 damage. Uh, yeah, you hit him with a barrage of Eldritch Blast. Uh, he's still up. He looks okay. He doesn't look thrilled, though. I'm going to tell him it's a different fight this time. We're here for your head. A little bit unsettling. Oda. <laughs> Oh my! I thought I went later. Um, how? What's the distance? Twenty feet. Twenty feet, and one of the two mares got knocked over. Uh, the real mayor uh, got headbutted by Blossom, and he's on the ground, shivering in pain. The other one was an illusion that he ended up just dropping because there was no need to keep try to keep you guys at bay at this point. Okay, no problem, no problem, no problem. Alright, I don't have Eldritch Blast, so... I will just... rush in to attack. Of course, uh, Dread Ambusher. So, I will... First attack is a 11. That doesn't hit, right? Eleven's gonna miss. Okay. Second attack is a twenty-two. That hits. It's gonna hit. Eleven damage. Okay. Still up. Um, plus an additional one d eight. Three more. Okay. That was my second attack. So I have a third attack. Does 19 hit? 19 is going to hit. For 12 damage. Okay. And should I action surge? I'll action surge and take another two attacks. Sounds good. 20. 20 hits. For 9 damage. Okay. And 23. Oh, that hits. For seven damage. Okay. 
Uh, you move in there, and you are a whirling dervish of slashing. And everyone after the first one ends up connecting. And he's backed against the wall, and he's trying to parry and move out of the way. Uh, he's getting his arms up to cover himself somewhat, but you are unleashing all that anger and frustration that you have built up in you for now. And he's looking kind of rough at this point. Let me drop a menacing attack on that last attack. <laughs> <laughs> Go for uh, it. So I will add eight damage to that. <clears throat> Does he pass a DC seven DC seventeen wisdom saving throw? Uh, let me roll it up. Uh, DC seventeen. Yeah. Uh, yes, he does. He's okay. Okay, no worries then. And that's going to be my turn. <laughs> Quote unquote, okay. Uh, carry okay, that's okay. All right. So because uh, so Carrion sees how his te teammates, how their reaction is to the in individual, um, and he's going to rage charge in and then rec recklessly attack this guy. This sounds like a bad time for him. Uh, make your tackle, sir. Okay, so the first one's a 23. That's going to hit. Still up. Second one's a 22 with 16. Uh, still up. Uh, you guys have unleashed a torn of hell. He's bleeding. He's looking real rough after all that. Um, his legs seem like they're about to give way. Um, he looks up to the group of you, um, blood pouring down his face. I will take as many of you with me as I can this time. Uh, will everyone in this room actually... Jabin, uh, give me the damage for your... Um, thing there that you got up that does damage at the beginning of the turn. The spiritual the guardians? The fire Yeah, that thing. The fiery boys? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. For your fiery boys, and everyone give me a constitution saving throw. 16. Uh, DC 18. Um. Kidoki? Is this a spell or magical effect? Yes. Okay. Hey, Saders have Saders. advantage on that. <laughs> we have advantage. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> And give me your advantage with a DC 18. Uh, Jabin has failed <laughs> that didn't DC. Make it. It's a con save, right? Yes, yeah. ma'am. Oh, it's a con. Well, I, I still will say I, I still two. failed because I put, rolled the wrong one, but we'll say I failed. So Blossom rolled a 14. Fails. Oh my god, same Z's. Fails. <laughs> Karrion got a 10. Uh, Saffron got a 14, so you oh, all... Oh, look at those 14s. You all fail. Yeah, I got a 10 with a plus 7. Oh. oh, wait, wait. This is a spell effect, right? Yes. So you're saying that Sasperillus... Does Sasperillus see him casting a spell? Yes. She's going to cast Counterspell. I was going to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> First session, guys. She waggles her finger and says, uh, uh, uh. That might not work, but she's still going to say it. Yep, I'm going to need to have a save. 
because it is above fourth level. Okay, um, what do I add to it? 10 plus the spell's level. Yep. It can ability check using your spell casting ability. Yep, so give me a save, please. A save? You, well, well you, you have to overcome, so you have to be his well, spell resistance. Right, what, what's, so whatever what do I use that, for my spell save? Whatever stat you use to cast spells. So, did you counter this as a warlock, or as a druid, <laughs> or as a cleric? I would love to counter it as a cleric, but unfortunately, it's a warlock spell. Then you would do it as a warlock, so charisma. Makes it significantly harder. Good. <laughs> that is going to fail, so you are not going to be able to counter it. Darn. Saffron, though, you said you wanted to counter it. Because yes. you as well have counter spell. I uh, do. As a charisma save, please. Because it's a react. Uh, you want me to do a charisma save? Yep. Because it was above fourth level. Uh, okay. Uh, Sasparilla, you try to counterspell it. And as you do, the negative energy that's radiating off of him breaks through your concentration to counter it. Uh, but that bought enough time for Saffron to use his counterspell instead. And even though you failed and your counterspell shatters, his spell fizzles in the process because of Saffron backing you up. Andre looks unhappy about any of that. <laughs> Seth Marilla, at the end of the round, your turn. All right. Um, <laughs> I feel like that exact thing has happened more than once. Like, Sasperl is like the decoy counterspell, <laughs> so that the actual counterspell can get through. Um, <laughs> let's see. Decoy counterspell? <laughs> yeah. She's going to get a little bit of their attention and focus away so that they're not ready for the other one that just sidelines them. Uh, uh, look over here. <laughs> what is a Wookiee doing on Endor? Right? <laughs> uh, she's going to send Jinsang over to... Um, who's who's next to... Uh, Creepy McGee? <laughs> uh... Blossom, Oda, and Carrion. <laughs> they all kind of have him you know pinned what? against the corner. She's going to send Jinsang over to Oda to take the help action. Okay. Uh, and it doesn't break her invisibility because she's not attacking or casting a spell. And then Sasparilla is going to... You know what? She's going to do the Eldritch Blast <laughs> that she was really working towards this whole time. For it. Make your tech rolls. Alright, there's that. What is it? Uh, there's a 20. Uh, there's a uh, 21. And there's a 28. Alright, roll damage. <laughs> uh, 
so maybe you learned a thing or two from Saffron. Uh, but as he's in the corner and he tries to cast Circle of Death and it gets countered, uh, he looks in shock that that happened. And you hit him with an Eldritch Blast and it rocks him against the wall. And then your other hand, another Eldritch Blast that hits him square in the chest. And he's going down. The life leaves his eyes. And much in Saffron influence, you hit him with another Eldritch Blast to make sure he stays down. Uh, and he crumbles to the ground in a heap in front of Blossom, Oda, and Carrion. And his head just slumps forward, and there's no movement, there's no signs of life. I dash up to him and shock and grasp his head. Jabin, can that. I, Jab- can Jabin strength check you to shove you and say, we need answers as he does it? Sure. Okay. Um, Sassy, well, I love you, that's... but we did need answers. Like, like well, you t- could even just tell him so. Okay, oh, I will just tell you then. Instead of like trying to shove you, I'll be like, Jibin will be like, hold! We need well, answers! Well, can walk over and she'll just cast Spare the Dying. I was going to do that too, right. so one of you can, one of us can do it that I want to hold right, up. you do that. While okay. that's happening, Sasperla's going to look at the mayor to see if the weird look in his eyes is gone or still there. Uh, you look at the mayor. He's uh, curled up in the fetal position. <laughs> Trying to catch his breath. <clears throat> From your sister's uh, headbutt to the uh, stomach. Uh, he's... Even if that faraway look is, is there or gone, uh, he's in no position to do anything. So he's going to sure. need a, a, a second or two to, to recover before he can figure that out. All right, but um, he doesn't appear to be under the effect of any outside influence, let's say. Uh, you don't know at this point. Right. As, fa- as far as the Spare the Dying goes, uh, it doesn't work as he is dead, dead, dead. Damn it. Um, Sarsaparilla is going to be like, ugh, this, not this kind of stuff. What do you mean about this kind of stuff? You know, it's just weird that sparing people normally works when one of us goes down. We did hit him pretty hard. And you know what? In my defense, I started for praying those spells before anyone else hit. They didn't reach him for a while, but they were on their way. In I'm my defense, saying... none of you yell at Saffron when he does it. I was gonna, I was gonna say, Saffron, apologies for shouting at you. <laughs> I don't That's reprimand fine. you by saying I'm sorry for yelling. <laughs> he was I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna rummage through his pockets. I'll be the uh, guy who does it. Uh, you start going through his stuff. You find. Jordan, do you want to revi- revive him, perhaps, or do you? F- do you feel like you can speak to his spirit? As Oda is rummaging through the pockets of the dead man, um, Jabin lets out a low, like a low hum of like kind of disapproval. It's but, an option. And goes, looks at the party and goes, I don't wish to waste precious resources on bringing filth back to the living, but... 
24 hours from now, I might be able to speak to the spirit. I would just need their head. As I say that, Tell I'm looking me. at my spells right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Are you asking well, us to cut off his head? Yeah, if we take his head, um... Chabin can still talk. Don't you remember? We've done that before. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrion just just hears that and just doesn't require anything else. He swings down his axe to lop, lop off his head. Odie, you're going <laughs> through the pot. Odie, you're going, going through the pockets, <laughs> and all of a sudden you feel like a wisp of metal whiz past your head and cuts off the head of Andre Sergil, and blood sprays all over you as you pull out like a money pouch and a couple of books, smaller books that he had just stuffed away in his pockets and things like that. Um, you feel bag is full of coin. Uh, you can count it up later. Can I grab the head and stuff it into my chest compartment? Uh, you bender his head. <laughs> Perfect. As it just bleeds out. It's, it's real seeping, bad. Just seeping through the crevices of the Godforge. We're good people. You, you understand at this point Saffron is looking at just like what just happened. He went up there to, you know, exact his last toll of revenge <laughs> upon this guy. Everybody shoulder blocking wrong? him, telling him to stop. Instantly, the next step, somebody lops off his head, benders him, says, "No, no, we need answers." And I'm like, "Um, yeah, okay." <laughs> I thought he could be revived or not revived, spared, man. <laughs> I would have let you do it otherwise. <laughs> he just he doesn't too worry too much about it as long as it's done. He just wakes. It's like. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk to him later. It's good. Chabin goes, you can blast uh, his head later. Sasprilla Sass is going to sort of focus for a moment, and then she's going to use her Eldritch Sight to cast uh, Detect Magic without using a spell slot. She's going to sort of look around. Uh, you start looking around. Uh, you don't see anything magical in here that you don't already know about on your party members. Well... Staff, do you want one of his arms? You could take one of those with you. No, no need for that. Um, perhaps we should we could ask the mayor what he remembers. I forgot about the mayor. The mayor slowly starts to stand up and he's holding his <laughs> stomach and wincing in pain. Uh, he isn't that big of a guy. He's kind of average human size, um, but he's clutching himself and he looks around. He's like, what happened? How's his eyes look? Uh, they're glazed over, but this time it's because he's in so much pain. Instead of being possessed. He's like, Who's, who are you all? <laughs> ah! He looks over at the headless body in the corner of the room. And uh, all the color leaves his face. So he goes stark white in, in fear. No, 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 what? How? This guy took you. We saved you. Who's that? Someone who can talk, take over. Huh. I'm going to brief the mayor on our, on our history. Do I have to go through it? You want me to go through it or can I just fill him in? You, you just paraphrase it that you were you heard about him 
you've known who this Andre Sergil is, that he worships a great old one, and that he's possessed him, basically, for the last few weeks, and turned the town into the breeding pool, basically, for his Eldritch Horrors. And um, so that's pretty much that, is how I finish that, uh, summarizing. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, he's... He's like, is, is is everyone in town okay? Uh, what? I I don't remember anything. I don't. When uh, when don't... did you first meet? Do you remember first meeting uh, Andre? No. Uh, he must have been the newcomer in town a few weeks ago. Yes. He holds his hat and like kind of shakes it back and forth in disbelief. He's like, where? This, these are the catacombs under the city. What? We we've closed this off for a while. Why are we here? Is this? Oh God, gods! He he starts to look nervous. What is the state of the town? I can't remember if we went over it. Um, people were nervous. People were scared because people were missing, and they had heard screams in the woods around the village at night. And they had but generally, things. So the, sure. these deep ones haven't like gotten out of these catacombs, more or less. They have, but not to do enough damage. Um, you're realizing that they were just making these catacombs a place for their home base, giving it water so they could relax, so they could survive. Oh, live and survive, yeah. yeah. I just want Terrible to reassure warning. the mayor that the townsfolk are okay then uh he nuts he's like uh, uh, well, uh thank you whoever you all are uh we, we owe you a great debt of gratitude uh he looks can we, can we can, he looks over at the back he's like can we, can we get out of here uh mr mayor why 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 do you want to get out of here so terribly bad is it just <laughs> the just the simple fact where we are or is there something else no, there's. Why happened? Where is his head? He's like it's. Bear Japan uh, does not turn around. It has to have his shield <laughs> down. We, where we you can't see the blood of the floor. It's 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 simply um a part of a ritual that we need to make sure that he is not going to open a gate or anything like that for the great old one. Ah, good point. I oh, cast sending to Saffron and ask them to participation me as soon as possible. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Perpetually. Blood, blood just starts dripping out. You're easy to follow. You see the track at this point. Um, not a problem, though. He, uh, he, nods. he doesn't have a reason to doubt you all as you've apparently saved him and everything you're saying is for the betterment of the town. So he, he nods in agreement. But again, he's like, I would like to get out of here please he's like this is terrifying is this your house uh, he, he's, these are catacombs that were abandoned sure, the, sure. The, the, the manor that I live in has access to them but we've kept that sealed off for years um alright my Should ribs my ribs uh, really hurt <laughs> Clutch his stomach. I will cure wounds the baby at level one <laughs> as I try to hide the blood seeping out of my core <laughs> oh, and I will over tap 
That blood is being constantly dissipated and washed away. <laughs> Thank you. Can I uh, use pr primeval awareness? Uh, yes. Um, to detect aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, phase, fiends, or undead within one mile of us. Uh, yes. You don't detect anything that you don't already know about. Checks out to me. I'll keep that to myself. You clean up down here as best you can or as best as you want to. You get the mayor up and out. You go back to the right. town. And as we he-man a little bit forward, um, the town is grateful for what you've done. The mayor is back to normal as you realize that Andre had possessed him with the mind of the great old one. So he was completely out of character and out of control on what he was doing and they give you a place to stay for the night so before we wrap up here uh, we will cut to Oda and what he would want to tell people or what anyone would want to follow up with him on those that knew that something was going on so yeah in the sort of in the, in the follow up in the next couple of days um it's just, it's pretty clear that he's uh, got his sights set on this uh, Titanus, but he's kind of like leaving it up to the rest of the party. Would you like to make your pitch to the party on why you should go there? Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. I hadn't thought that far ahead yet. No um, problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem. Yeah. You will now. <laughs> uh, I think the way that he would have posed it would have been uh, um, very much like it's a hunch and you guys got to trust me on this. Because um, he, he, he really doesn't want to like bring people into his stuff. Um, like he doesn't want to be like, hey, by the way, when I attack that big fish, uh, I heard my sister's voice and she's probably dead. Uh, it would be more of like a uh, I don't know, you know, just a feeling like, you know, you guys got to trust me. We've been together for that long. Like, if anyone's suspicious, feel free. I'll, I'll coax you out of it. But. Blossom's already packing her bag and packing Sasparilla's bag, so we're, we're going with you. Sasparilla is going to walk over and sort of, like, incline her head so that they're looking directly into each other's eyes, and she's going to say sheepdogs stick together. Then she's gonna go help. So touching. <laughs> That's like the most touching thing ever. <laughs> Sassy, do you want your pink outfit or your green outfit? Green! Okay. Thank you. Devin's <laughs> gonna mess it, is gonna nod at Oda, which is like his confirmation that the, he's good where we go. But you will, Oda will hear him ascending in your head that says. Any information you know that will help protect this party, please speak it. There's only so much any of us can do in the dark. And then he will go off. He'll walk by Pat, Carrion, Oda, Saffron on the shoulder, because he's pretty sure that's what humans do to bond, or like creatures do to bond, and um, is going to go tend to whatever mending he needs to do to his already terrible armor and prepare for his sent sentinel rest. 
Sentinel rest. Sentinel. What about uh, Saffron and Carrion? Um, Sasperl is gonna help with the mending. <laughs> uh, Saffron sits down, kicks his feet up, casts Mage Hand, and begins to pack. It's just any opportunity. Obviously. How about Carrion? Uh, what are uh, we doing with Andre's body? Oh, hold on, Sassy. The body? <laughs> you guys left the body. It, it'll take care of itself. For the... Sesperilla set it on fire before they left. Perfect. Uh, Carrion, what are you doing? Uh, so, this... so Carrion, he's going to do what he's done. He's done with the par- party before. He uh, takes out some uh, like uh, some bones that uh, he's carried car- car- carried along with him. And uh, he's going to cast Augury. Oh, okay. What do you ask for? How does Augury work? It's been a while. Is that the one with, like, wheel? I was hoping someone had that. Like, wheel or something? Yeah. Wheel for good. Whoa. Whoa for bad. Okay, and how many questions do you get to ask? I believe it's just the one. So it's just uh, just ask about the results of a specific course of action. Uh, when so, uh, it's within the plan that you plan to take within the next thirty minutes, so that might not work. Uh, I find this interesting. So feel free to do your wheel of well. We might not as... get there in thirty minutes, but we're planning <laughs> to go there. <laughs> And we're talking about it and doing moving towards it in the 30 minutes so okay uh so it's just the question of what will we find on this path to Titanus? you yes augury you you throw the bones down in front of you and you look it over and as you do you hear in your head whoa and that seems like the perfect place to end it today yes that's so badass alright everyone your anxiety <laughs> medicine is on the way and <laughs> as we all think thinking, about do it. I need to go to the pharmacy today <laughs> uh, everyone thank you for joining us for Chronicle 4 session 1 or dorks are dangerous. Um, if you like what you hear, give us some love on Facebook or on Instagram. If you really like what you hear, you can give us a lot of love on Patreon. Uh, dorks are dangerous. If you just put that in your search bar on whatever your preferred search format is, you shouldn't have much of a problem. Uh, we would like to thank our Patreon supporters as well. Uh, we would like to thank Kaylee, Galashank, and Faylorn, as well as Sunnyside James. Uh, everyone uh, here is this cast of, of players. Uh, you all did amazing in your first session here. Uh, we have a lot of interesting characters, a lot of fun new exciting faces of new players that i'm really looking forward to joining um for those of you that do support us you can check out the table for d4 uh that will be up within a few hours of this going live 
but does anyone have anything they would like to uh, advertise? Like, does anyone have any projects that they're working on or that a friend's working on? Or if you want to support a little book called Lord of the Rings on Amazon, like Clay last time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My project is next session. It would be great for Sarsaparilla to roll more than five on her initiative. Um, that's my goal for the future. Great Those project. are little goals. <laughs> Sustainable, achievable. We're really looking for what's within the realm of possibility. Uh, so, uh, for myself, Kaylee, Bruce, uh, Sim, Katie, Clay, and Dave, thank you for joining us for Chronicle 4. Dorks are dangerous, and we will see you all next week. And remember, everyone, dorks are dangerous. Bye!